This is the Voices of Misery podcast. This show isn't for the easily frightened. So demons, ghouls, ghosts, and goblins, please stand by. You've been warned. Now, it's time for the devilishly duo of the nerd and nerdette with another podcast for that ass. <laughs> Hey, what's going on again, everybody? It's the motherfucking Voices of Misery podcast. I am, of course, one of your hosts. I'm the nerd, and I'm doing another solo, as promised. Yes, indeed. Today is Tuesday, October 1st, 2019. That's right. Today is the first of the month, ladies and gentlemen. So some of you out there have got some money in the bank, don't you? Don't you? You got the little debit card filled up again? Going to go out there and uh, buy some groceries, be broke again for another 30 fucking days? Wait, I don't live in New York anymore. I live in the South. And that is actually a misconception about living in the South. Um, there are some rich people down here. Um, I actually met a millionaire the other day. A motherfucker owns like five golf courses and shit. And he owns like a gas station. This motherfucker's got money. And uh, he came into my location and uh, was cheap as fuck. Didn't buy a goddamn thing. Which begs the, 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 the question here. Why are so many rich people fucking cheap as shit? Are they rich because they are cheap as shit? Because they save all their money seems like when I'm, you know, because I do work in, in a retail environment, that the people that have no money spend the most for some fucking reason. I was looking at my bank statement the other day, and it's like, you made X amount of dollars and uh, per, per month. You make X amount of dollars, but you spend this much per month. So I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? You know, uh, unless they were combining like, yeah, yeah, all right. See, I'm, fucking mor- I'm a fucking moron. That's why I'm not a banker. I actually just answered my own question in, in like half a second. So basically, I, I guess like I have like a credit card, I have a savings account, and a checking account through Bank of America. So I'm guessing what they do is they they calculate all three what's going out, what's coming in, and yeah. So anyway, and duh, answered my own question. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the Voices of Misery podcast. I'm doing another solo only because I promised it, and because I did promise more content um, for myself. Because I because I, I have gotten some feedback saying, "Hey, why don't you do solos anymore? You're only doing interviews." Blah blah blah. And yes, uh, we we did start doing interviews, and I do have a couple. Um, my plate's actually going to be pretty full, so this might be the last solo for maybe like a week or so. Only because I am going to be doing an interview tomorrow night. Um, that one's still in effect. We're going to have Kelsey Hudgens on. He's a really good guy. Um, very interesting. Does his own podcast. He's got a nice flavor. We were on his show, um, MI Stuff Podcast. You guys can go check that out. That was a very good interview. The Nerdette and I were on there. Um yeah, so he's going to be on here. We're going to just bullshit. You know, he's a very interesting person. He's like myself as far as like being able to just kind of go out there and just bullshit about any topic and kind of, you know, give your input on there, your own unique perspective, which is pretty cool. And uh, he does his own thing. Uh, I, I appreciate that. There's some podcasts out there that like take ideas, you know, like blatantly, like steal like topics and subjects, like driving around and shit. <laughs> but yeah, this guy doesn't do that. He's really cool, man. He he just does his own thing. He's got his own personality, and that's the most important key aspect of a show. Um, if you're going to make a podcast, make it your own. I mean, uh, being genuine and being yourself bleeds through on the microphone. If you're trying to be someone else, or I mean, it's it's very easy to see through someone's bullshit. So there you go. That's that's that. I'm not going to talk anymore about that subject. But yes, man, today is the first. The fall is here. 
and you motherfuckers out there are seeing Christmas ornaments in stores. Why the fuck do they do that, by the way, man? you think they would want to capitalize. Like, not get the early start, but capitalize on what's here. You know, like, that's why those, those Halloween stores make a killing this time of the year. Because, like, they're a specialty store. You go in there expecting to see, you know, Halloween things. And you go in there and you, you buy Halloween things. But it's, it's just kind of weird when you go into, like, a Walmart... And there's, like, a Dracula outfit next to a fucking Christmas tree, you know? It's like, what the fuck, dude? I just don't know why they have to jump the gun so much. It just doesn't make any sense. Down here in Myrtle Beach, it's hot as fuck. And you're going in there, and you're looking at Christmas trees. Like, you're wearing your flip-flops and your fucking khaki shorts that go up to your freaking balls. You know, like your balls peeking out, playing peekaboo every time you take a step. And you're going to your Christmas tree, and you're like, what the hell, man? It's like, I'm sweating. You know, I got, like, sweat pit stains under my uh, gray t-shirt and I'm picking out a goddamn Christmas tree. It just doesn't make any sense, you know? And then, like, right over there, you got kids putting in, like, werewolf fangs and fucking scaring the shit out their little sister because it's Halloween time. It's just, like, they're, they're really melding these things together. And it's, like, what's the cutoff date for, uh, for like, a retail environment to start putting shit out? Should there be, like, you know, like, at least beginning of November? That's when you start seeing, like, maybe, like, November 1st you start seeing that shit out, not October 1st. It's, it's, it's just odd, man. And, like, we, we were in CVS, and they had some stuff out there for Christmas. They had, like, a wreath. And Dollar General down here by our house actually has a ton of shit. So it's like, all right, Christmas stuff. So you can buy lights and everything like that already. You can buy the ornaments. You can buy that inflatable fucking Snoopy doll with the green hat and shit. You know, like that green Christmas hat, that elf hat or whatever. Yeah, you could do that too. It's just, it's, just, it's just funny, man. Like they're all trying to get a head start, but they're forgetting what's right in front of their face. So Christmas music, you know, that's coming around the corner. Um, I, I, I really can't stand Christmas music. In the beginning, I, I kind of like it. First couple of times I hear it, like, uh, of course, Elvis Presley's a favorite in this household. We love Elvis. But the thing about Elvis is, like, he has a couple of really good Christmas songs. And you hear him, like, you know, five or six times. And it's okay over the course of, like, a week. And then it's, like, every day you start hearing it more and more and more. And when you're in a retail environment, you hear that shit all the goddamn time. That's all you hear is fucking Christmas music. So, luckily enough, our Christmas CD was, quote-unquote, lost <laughs> last year. So we kind of just play whatever the hell we want now. Yeah, and they kind of leave us alone because we're doing really well. Let me take a little sip. I'm having a, I'm having a drink tonight, guys. So I want you to, you know, pause this real quick, make a drink, and sit down with me and relax. Spend a few minutes with what the nerd. I got about, you know, I do normally about a half hour, so it's about 25 minutes. We we can probably put a few back, can't we? Mm. Oh my goodness, I am so rude. I'm a, I'm a horrible host. How the hell is your day? Huh? You okay? Beginning of the week blues, you know. Um. You're about to head into hump day. Haven't gotten humped yet. You know, with the household. Maybe you go to work a little stiff in the morning, you know. <laughs> All joking aside, stiff, yeah. But yeah, anyway, let me get past that whole thing. Because sometimes I kind of wonder, are people in their car and are listening to the podcast and they actually answer me when I ask that question? How you doing? Huh? The kid's okay? Little Billy's gotten pretty big, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, Susie's sprouting tits. What are you going to do about that, huh? What are you going to do? But yeah, anyway, man. I had a weird experience, uh... Uh, yesterday morning? Yesterday, yeah, okay. My fucking days are just so screwed up now. I have no idea where I am anymore. But, yeah, I was at the gas station in Georgetown. And it was early in the morning. I'm filling up the new car. I'm watching as the dollar signs go up. And I'm like, motherfucker, this car takes a lot of gas. Costs a lot more than my old one. About ten bucks more to fill it up. But it's a better car. And I go into this gas station. And I'm a regular there. You know, I've talked about the people there before. How it's like an old, good old boy, you know, area, Georgetown. Really nice place. You know, nice people. And, uh... And I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting for someone to serve me, and I just went and got an energy drink, which I'm going to talk about, by the way. And the lady, like, comes out of nowhere, and I feel a hand on my back, on, like, the small of my back. Like, 
where you put your hand when you're in like a high school dance, you know, like right in the small of someone's back. And it was like a circular counterclockwise motion. And I'm getting rubbed and I'm like, what the fuck? And I hear, how you doing, sugar? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around and it's that old lady. I'm like, oh my God. And she like gave me this look and like went around the counter and rang up my shit. And I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's so weird. Like I feel violated. I feel like I should meet too, this bitch. You know, like, just put your hand on the, the small of my back. That, that's where you put your hand when you're, like, getting close to dance or you're going to go in for a kiss or something, man, you know? So I don't know if it's just, like, a southern thing where southern people are just really polite and that's, like, just a, a nice gesture. Or maybe I'm just so far gone from being a nice person and receiving nice gestures that I don't even know what the hell a nice gesture is and I just want to assume the worst in everybody. Like, they all have an ulterior motive or something, you know? Like, someone's being nice to you only because they want to fucking get you somehow or... They got one hand in the small of your back and then the other hand's in your freaking pocket lifting your wallet out or some shit, you know? Surprise, motherfucker. I'm broke, you know? <laughs> Not actually broke, but... Yeah, today's our first day without hearing our names on the on the uh, media brand there, so... Interesting. Couple of months, to say the least. Made a lot of new friends. We appreciate every single one of them. Great people. Um, had a lot of interviews out of that... Um, this made a this made a really good friend out of the whole thing, and I want to give a special shout out to Mr. Ray, Mr. Big Ray Hernandez. Really cool guy. He's um been recording a couple couple things for us, you know, a couple of shows we're gonna be doing with him. Hopefully in the future, he's always said his doors open and our doors open for him. So anytime he wants to come on, he can. He's a really good guy. Um, really genuine person, you know. Um, the thing about us uh, Puerto Ricans is we can. We can sense when someone's being phony, you know, and he's definitely a good guy. And, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a relationship that lasts quite a while, the two of us, you know. Um, he, he did mention a while back he was going to maybe come down here. I think he had, like, some people in Atlanta who's going to come visit. So maybe we'll hook up then, you know. We'll hook up. It's not too far from here. It's like an eight-hour drive or some shit like that. I was supposed to go to that Falcons game. I was going to give the tickets to Stevie. Stevie Richards, ECW superstar, man, WWE superstar, former. But still a superstar nonetheless. The guy's fucking jacked, man. He's he's like 40-something years old. He's fucking jacked. B- better shape than he ever was in his life, you know? But anyway, um, yeah, what the fuck was it? Oh, yeah, so Atlanta. I was about to get those tickets away. He, he's, he's like, oh, I can't stay up that late. It's too late of a game. And I'm like, that's why the fuck I'm not going. I'm not going to let these sweet tickets go to waste. And sure enough, they did. There were two empty sweet tickets. And I'm sure someone jumped in them immediately. No one was checking tickets in a suite. Everyone was probably too drunk eating fucking pigs in a blanket and shit, you know? Fucking even pay attention. Why the fuck someone not here? Who would not want to be at a NFL football game in a suite? For this fucking lonely guy, that's who. But yeah, uh, Big Ray's a good guy, man. So, you know, hopefully we'll meet up and get to hang out a little bit, do some do some things, you know, run the town, maybe do a, a live podcast together and just stare into each other's eyes, you know, and try to figure out what the fuck the other guy's thinking. Because there's a million thoughts going through my head all the time, all the fucking time. Oh, speaking of which, now it's time to introduce my new sponsor. Yes, as a matter of fact, um, I got an email uh, the other day from a company that I reached out to a while back. And it took a little while for them to get back, but I got an email saying I was approved for sponsorship. So I'm going to give them a plug right now. And actually what I'm going to do in the future, maybe after this, I'm going to record like an official commercial for them and just insert it so I don't have to do it every single time. But I do have a read now. This is going to be actually our second sponsor. We actually got a sponsor before, but they're only in Michigan. They're like some garage door company. And if you guys are in Michigan, uh, listen to the uh, the uh, commercial that the guy recorded. It shows up halfway through an episode, normally about 15 minutes in or so. 
uh, you hear that playing. Only if you're in the Michigan area, though. They only paid for spots in Michigan. So fly to Michigan, listen to the show, and fly back, but record it so I can hear it. Because I've actually only heard the, um, the like, uh, generic version, the official version, somewhere out there. It'd be really cool to hear that shit. You know, like, what the official version sounds like. But the guy's pretty cool, I guess. Um, so, yeah, buy some doors if you need them, garage doors. This one is official, though. This one's really fucking cool. It's for anybody worldwide. Uh, anybody who has mental health issues or pain or is living through pain or just hurt in any way, man. Um, you guys need to check out this company. It's CBD Medic. Now, you guys know I've been chronicling my mental illness for a long time now on this show. Since the show first started, I have trouble sleeping. I have anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder. You name it, I got it. Um, I've been diagnosed with pretty much everything uh, until I found this company. Um, you know, sometimes I kind of thought life was too hard to get through. Sometimes. Some days are harder than others. Some days I feel like I just want to do something I'm going to regret later. Uh, can't sleep. Mind racing, you know. But CBD Medic, these guys are great, man. They have um, oils. Uh, you, you, you can take the, the tincture. You can drop it under your tongue for about 30 seconds. Let it seep in that way. You can you can vape it. You can rub it on your uh, your skin. You can rub the cream on your skin. It helps with everything from acne to fucking pain to aches and all that shit. These guys are phenomenal, man. They're they like these guys are doing everyone a, 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 a civil service by having this stuff out there, and it's so good it should be illegal, but it's not. And you can get yourself some of this stuff, man. You guys want to feel as good as a goddamn nerd? You need to go to this website. It's cbdmedic.com. And for all of you listeners out there, you guys are in luck. We have a code. It's Voices of Misery Podcast. That's V O M Podcast Ten. So V O M Podcast Ten will get you ten percent off any order. And you guys, just tell them the nerd sent you, okay? Go out there and check it out, man. CBDmedic.com, code name, VOM Podcast 10. We can't keep this podcast free forever. Come on, we got to make some money eventually. And you guys are going to come along for the ride. Go ahead to CBDmedic.com, VOM Podcast 10. You know what? That was my first ever read, and you know what? I thought it came out pretty goddamn good. So I'm going to go ahead and record that one of these days, and I'm going to play it during the hair so I don't have to do it every single time. I'll just throw it in, you know? Or maybe I'll do live reads. Who knows? Maybe I'll change it up a little bit. Maybe you guys would appreciate that. Maybe they'll appreciate that because they will listen. And I do love their product, man. I got a whole bunch of it right here. I actually just took a gummy a little while ago. And they do have a water product as well. So you can drink the water. And the water is actually 10 milligrams and has caffeine in there too. So instead of drinking a sugary energy drink that you're going to crash from, take the CBD version. It's so much better and you feel better and it's quick. It hits you quick and you just feel really good, loose, and all your pain pretty much fades away, you know, so... There you go. Check it out. All right, man. So I got felt up by an old lady. Again, I'm so sick of this shit. When the hell is it going to end? Why is it okay to touch somebody? You know? It's just fucking weird. But actually, um, I, I, I did want to bring up a topic. Let me take a little sip here. That my friend on Twitter brought up. Now, she has a podcast herself. She does romance novels and things like that. Her name is Addicted to Romance on there. Really good podcast. Very entertaining person. Very sweet Sweet person, very good fan, good friend of the show. We're a fan as well. Um, she basically brought up a question about the whole Me Too stuff. It was like, do you guys second guess helping someone in time of need if it's a woman and you're a guy in fear that it can get turned around on you? Now, I don't have the exact tweet on hand, but um, that's basically like the gist of what I kind of wanted to segue into. And it was prompted off of her tweet, so I wanted to give her credit because I give credit to people if I'm going to use an idea of theirs. And... Yeah, so anyway, she had a tweet out there, and it was really good, and it was basically, you know, to that point. 
So I kind of want to just talk about that for a minute on the podcast. Now, let's say if I was um, at a supermarket and I'm by myself, you know, and I'm walking down an aisle or something really high up and like, like a well-equipped woman, you know, like a woman who's just well-equipped, I guess, you know, attractive, you know, some, someone who might think their shit don't stink, you know, she's by herself. She's trying to reach a pickle jar in the top shelf or whatever, you know, and I'm a tall guy. So let's say I walk up behind her and I put my hand on her back. I'm like, ma'am, I'm going to get that for you. And I reach up and I grab it and I hand it to her, smile and walk away. She might say, wait a second, that motherfucker touched my back. And then, you know, go tell the manager and then before you know the cops come and I'm face down on the fucking pavement with a knee in the back of my neck and fucking handcuffs going on and shit, you know, as I touch somebody. Even though it was the most innocent gesture, you know, like you don't want to even go down that path of even trying to help. And the fact that I even have to think that way when it's something so innocent as grabbing something for someone. And this is just an example. It's not something that happened. Um, it could be anything. Like you could be, um, let's say you live in an apartment complex. Let's say you're out in Manhattan where they have a lot of those complexes where, you know, they're like nice sizable apartments, I, I, I guess. But you're walking down there. A woman's fumbling with her keys. She's got a bag of groceries, a big brown bag of groceries in the other hand. She's fumbling for her keys. You know, she can, can't even get in there. Let's say you walk up to her. You put your hand on her shoulder. Ma'am, can I help you with that? And you take the keys and you open her door, you grab the bag, you walk inside, you put it on her counter and you walk back out and leave. Something as innocent as that, that you would see in like a movie from the 80s, or early 90s, it can't happen anymore. Because it, the second you touch the woman, she'll scream and call rape and fucking slap you in the face. And before you know it, you're getting jumped. You know, a bunch of guys are attacking you and shit. And just the fact that we even have to think that way is fucked up. Because you can't do a good deed for anybody anymore without someone thinking you're out to get them. Is it that person's fault? Are they afraid because of, you know, the way the media is perpetrating people in general? Is it your profile? Is it your description? Because that can also have something to do with it as well. If you're like a, like a six foot eight muscular black dude with a tank top on, like a do-rag on, you could be the nicest guy. You could be the leader of your church's fucking choir. But if you look like that and like a small white woman is the one fumbling with her keys with a bag in her hand, she may freak out, you know? Or if you're like a fucking what's his what's that old director's name that white guy who fucked his daughter the fucking Chinese daughter oh Woody uh, not Woody Harrelson Woody, Woody Allen that's the guy Woody Allen so if you look like him and you go up to a woman and say ma'am can I help you and you're an older white guy you may not get that same look you know what I mean so there's a lot of different variables that play into it and it's and I'm not trying to bring like race into it even though I kind of did I mean there's I'm just trying to illustrate the fact that there are factors that go into this whole thing if a woman touched another woman on the shoulder and she and a woman helped another woman get in, she, they'd probably be best friends. Why don't you stay for a cup of coffee? Why don't you watch Friends with me for the 100,000th time we could watch this fucking episode, you know, together? And white girl laughed through the whole thing. You know, like, you just you just don't know. You just don't know what the situation is. Like, maybe that person has some kind of traumatic experience in their life. You know, maybe I'm thinking too much into this. Like, I think too much into anything. You never know why people react the way they do, but... It, it just seems, and this is just an idiot's outsider perspective looking into, you know, the, the, the stories, the things that are happening in the world. Um, I really think stereotype, like, let's just say there's a pie. Draw, like, take yourself a pen, draw a circle, and it's going to be a pie chart. I'm going to say about 45% would be stereotypes. 50% is the media. Now I'm writing this down as I'm looking at it. So I'm going to say 45% be stereotypes that are, that are burned into someone's brain. Like you, you've heard the urban legends. You've heard the myths. You've, you've seen things, you've heard things, you've heard stories. You might even have your own personal experience. I'm thinking 
That would be 45%. Just the stereotypes that you've heard may make you freak out if someone tries to help you. Jump to conclusions, you know, without even knowing anything. 50% is the media because you're force-fed these stories and you're told these things. And a lot of these stories in the media, like, oh, man, man, me too by some woman that he met. You know, like, how many people are there in the world and it's a, you know, you only see this story in the news like every couple of days. And it's like one guy or like a repeat story of a guy who got in trouble, like a celebrity or some shit. It's a very small sample size, you know, so out of like the 10 people that have been me too, there's a billion people on the planet, you know, and it's like, is it because they're throwing it in their face that it seems like it's really that big of an issue, the whole me too thing, and they're just feeding into people's frenzies, they're just getting people worked up for nothing, and it's really not as big of a deal as they're making it seem, or is it actually a bigger problem, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking weird. So I'm thinking the media accounts for the other 50%. Now, I know I'm not that bad at math. I just ramble a lot. There's five more percent left over. And that five percent, I'm going to say, is personal experience. Because you got to figure, some people out there are just timid because they've had something bad happen to them, and rightfully so. They've got PTSD for whatever, you know, happened to them. So if a woman got raped, of course she's going to have PTSD if a man ever touches her or comes near her. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. You can't just shake that. You can't say get over it because it's something horrible that happened to someone else. But how often do you meet someone that got raped or, like, really raped, you know, or something bad really happened to them? Not not as not as much. I mean, maybe you can jack the number up to 10 and knock another one down 5 just so you can say 45, 45, 10. Whatever. It's just a fucking pie chart that I made up at the top of my fucking head. But still, I mean, I just think it's, it, it's like it's broken down into three parts, three major parts, media, stereotypes, and, you know, personal experience, so... That's just me rambling out loud. That's just what I do, man. That's why you guys listen to me. I fucking ramble. I say dumb shit. I don't have anyone to bounce these ideas off of right now. You know, I'm just doing this whole thing so off the top of my goddamn head. So, yeah, man. I'm, I I just think, you know, this this whole thing is just weird. And you really can't help people anymore. And it's sad. Because, like, at the end of the day, it makes you feel good to do good for someone else. It makes you feel good to help somebody. It makes you feel good to give someone a hug. It makes you feel good to tell someone you like them or you miss them. And you really can't do that anymore. I mean, you can to someone that you trust, but it's like random strangers that may actually need a hand or need help. You, you're you more or less going to just kind of say, why? You know, why should I? This could turn out very bad for me. You don't want to end up in the paper with that fucking look in your face and shrugging your shoulders like, what happened? You know, like, why why this happened to me? I'm just trying to do the right thing. And as a man, you're never going to get the benefit of the doubt. You're always You're always the bad guy, you know, and... And it is unfortunate because right now we're creating a divide between man and woman where, like, eventually how much farther can we go down this hole? Are we going to get to the point where, like, you can't even have a relationship anymore? Like, you're afraid to meet somebody? They said that most relationships um, at one point, it was like a staggering amount. And it may not sound like a lot when I say the number. I actually did a little bit of research on this for once in my life. They said like 20% of relationships start in the workplace, right? So think of this. So Bob goes to Cindy. Hey, Cindy, you want to go out for a drink after work and go get a cup of coffee? Something as innocent as that would get Bob fired from his job. She can go, hey, he asked me for a cup of coffee. No, we don't do that. Fired, you know? Uh, The company party. You go to a company party. You're mingling. You're walking around. You're drinking a glass of wine. You know, you see Cindy across the road. You want to go say hi to her. Hey, Cindy, you look nice tonight. And she goes to the boss. He was drunk and he tried to accost me. You know, and it's like one thing turns into another. And it's like the poor Bob, he can't can't get it right. He's just trying to be a nice guy, trying to meet somebody, you know. He could be the greatest guy in the world, but it doesn't matter. 
because, you know, you're always wrong and it sucks. You know, you, you can't even do something that innocent anymore. So like I was saying, are we going to get to a point where like you can't even fucking like, like greet somebody? You can't even like go up to someone and try, you know, because if no matter what you say, you're going to come out wrong. So are we going to get to the point where like we fucking just don't even like create anymore? Like we're just going to go to AI. We're going to be fucking robots or just masturbating all the time in a virtual reality world. Because we're too afraid to, to touch a flesh and blood person, because that flesh and blood person is going to blow us in for doing something we're not even trying to do. So yeah, I mean it, it's just it's fucked up. And the day we get to that robot situation, I mean, what about robots when they start advancing themselves? Are they going to me too? <laughs> you know, are they going to you try to put it in my porthole? You know, <laughs> like what's going to happen? It's just, I don't know, man. Maybe I think too much about this shit. I, I mean, oh fuck yeah! So listen to this. Yeah, here we go again. Jumping from subject to subject. I'm going to have a little drink because I want you guys to hear this one. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So, <clears throat> I have this fucking sty in my eye, man. Still, I talked about this the other day, I think. It is fucking monstrous, dude. Like, I got one, like, on my top part of my eye. And, and this is on my left eye. A top part, of, and then my bottom part. The one on my bottom part. It's like fucking huge, huge bubble. And, like, if I press it, it's, like, some red shit, like, comes up over my eye, and I let it go, and it falls back down into place. It's so weird, man. Disgusting. Never had anything like this before. And now, for those of you that don't know me, and for those of you that have listened to the podcast for a while, you're going to understand this, right? So, I'm a fucking germaphobe, man. Like, I'm I'm really clean, super clean guy. I shower a lot every day. Um, I'm constantly using hand sanitizer. I've had a bottle of hand sanitizer on me for the past couple of years now. It's always on me, a little bottle. I was upset when I lost it, and then I found it, and I was super happy. And I fill it up every day, every other day whenever it gets low. And I use it constantly, like 100 times a day I use the hand sanitizer. And I know people say, you know, hand sanitizer isn't as clean as washing with soap and water, but I do that too. I wash with soap and water, then put the hand sanitizer on. My hands are like a doctor's hands, if not cleaner, probably more so cleaner. And anyway, so I, I, I know it's not that. It's not like a bacterial, dirty thing. It's it's. Um, I was doing some deep diving the other night when I found out that it, it, it just showed up out of nowhere. I was fine, and then it was just there. You know, I was fine in the morning, and then it just whomp. Someone at work was like, what the fuck, dude? What happened to your eye? It looked like I got punched. You know, I didn't. Probably should be, but I wasn't. But anyway, um, <clears throat> this thing was fucking huge, and it, and it happened because of stress and being tired, apparently. So the other night I was up. From fucking Jesus. I don't even know what time I woke up in the morning. Uh, I had to be at work pretty early yesterday, like 10 o'clock. But I am I was probably from like 5 in the morning, you know, like right before work, whatever, all the way till like 2 in the morning, 2 or 2.30. I finally went to bed that night. And it was like I just went fucking like t- so many hours without sleep. I couldn't sleep. I went to sleep for like three hours, woke up, and went to work. And I was up again all day. And I, I, I guess that's what did it. I guess I was just so tired that I was just like, my eye exploded or whatever the fuck is going on with me. So I've been screwing with that lately. I put like a warm compress on it and it just won't go away. It's just, it's still there. I can feel it, man. It's like disgusting. It doesn't hurt. It's not impacting my vision or anything, but it's there. And I freaking hate this shit. Cause it's, it's like the most unsightly thing ever. It looks like I got popped one right in the face. So if, if any of you see me out in the street, you're going to know who the hell I am because I got fucking a sty on the bottom, which is massive, and a little tiny one on the top. Hopefully it goes away. Supposedly it goes away after a few days or so or like a week or some shit. It starts fading away. But this thing is just disgusting and unsightly, and I hate it. And I really want it to go away. If anybody knows how to get rid of a fucking sty quicker, 
Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com or you can send me a tweet uh, at Voices of Misery because this sucks. I can't stand it. So yeah, man, you guys have been great lately. It's it's been a hell of a time. Got a lot of interviews coming up. Um, I've got a oh, speaking of which, so I have a very talented adult star coming on Thursday. Um, we're going to record at three o'clock sharp Eastern time, and I'm not going to do Twitch because I don't think she wants to do Twitch. We are going to be doing Skype though. I might do a video version for this one. I'm not sure. It's going to be really cool. So I was talking to her agent. We finally got a date set, which is Thursday, three o'clock. Um, it's going to be awesome. I had a whole sheet sent to me of things to hit on and stuff like that. So this is going to be a really fun episode. I got a lot of topics already assigned for this one. I've been doing a lot of research lately. I have a, um, a guy coming on, um, really touching story. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to learn a lot. Uh, have a professional in her field coming on about mental health. Um, I already got her booked. Um, she's got a really cool name too. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff coming up, man. This is going to be a hell of a time. Um, this is going to be a good month. I think this is the month where we really transition into the show. I've always wanted it to be. Uh, we had a great time the past two months with, um, the Hameen boys. They were great, um, great connections, Hope these guys stay our friends, but who knows? Um, yeah, I'm just one of those guys who's like, whatever. Um, things come and go. Things happen in life for a reason, you know? You, you, you just don't know what's real and not sometimes. But everybody got what they wanted in the end, you know? Um, Big Ray is definitely a, f- a friend for life. Though. He's a really cool guy, man. I really enjoy him. I like him a lot. Re- re- really nice guy, man. What, what else did I want to say? I wanted to say something else. Oh, yeah, Caffeine. So I've been drinking bang energy drinks, man. Fucking 300 fucking milligrams every can, right? Flavored. It's like malatol. I I don't like that stuff, but it's sugar-free, carb-free, everything free. Like there's no calories or nothing. It's like a miracle drink, right? I've been having like back pain, like random back pains. I've been talking about on the show a lot. And today I had like weird stomach pains. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like weird, like stomach pains. It's not like gas pains. And they come and go. And I've been drinking two of those cans a day. They're really good. I drink one in the morning and then I drink one in the afternoon. And I stick to two a day. Once in a while I'll have like two and a half and then I like fucking pour it out as I feel sick. I'm really thinking it's the energy drinks, man. For some reason it causes like back pains and, and, and I knew stomach pains were a possibility because there's so much caffeine it just fucks you up. So I'm done with these things, man. Like I'm truly done with energy drinks this time for good because I mean they're fucking crazy. It's, it's, it's just not good for your body, man. If anyone out there is drinking energy drinks, fucking put that shit down. Stop. There's a better way. It's called just water. It's the best energy drink of all, man. Drink water. Or you or you can drink caffeine. It's not as much. I mean, 300 milligrams. You're, the daily maximum dosage is 600, so that's two cans. And that's, like, not even good. I think 300 is a good place. Like, if I drank one a day, I'd probably be okay. Um, maybe, like, one every other day would be, you know, ideal, but I, I just I, I just want to quit that shit, man. It's just too much. They're very tasty drinks, and that's a problem. If something tastes good, it's probably bad for you. That's the thing, man. If it tastes good, it's probably bad for you. Like, soda tastes great. Cigarettes I used to love. I used to love all that shit, you know? And it's, anything that tastes good is really bad for you, which sucks, because, like, carrots and shit. You're like, oh, eat a fucking carrot. It's like, have you ever ate a motherfucking carrot, dude? Ever eaten a motherfucking carrot? They taste like shit. Eat some fucking broccoli. I like broccoli, but a lot of people hate it. Uh, some shit tastes like fucking cardboard, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah, well, this is very high in this and that. Big motherfucker, it tastes like shit, you know? Even peanuts, you can't eat too many of those. You know, you, I mean, you, you can eat them, but you can't eat too much. You get fat. So pretty much everything that I've jumped off of, which was horrible for me, and I'm glad I did because I lost a lot of weight, I switched over to, like, peanuts. Like, oh, you can't eat that. 
Almonds are really good. You can't eat too many of those. Very high in fat. It's like, I'm the fuck on. What am I supposed to eat anymore? Shit. I've, I've been cutting out more things when I'm on keto lately than I ever did in the beginning. It's like, shit. I don't know. I'm just really, uh, really dropping some shit. But yeah, man. These gummies, though, they feel fucking great. I love them, dude. I fucking love these by CBD Medic. I know you're going to be sick and tired of hearing that. So I'm only going to play a commercial once I record on it. Maybe I'll do live reads. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. Do you guys like the live read? Do you guys like my CBDmedic.com code BOM podcast one zero? Do you like that read? It was pretty good. I mean, for my first time, I thought it was decent. You know, whatever. If you guys have any, you know, criticisms or anything like that you would like to give to me, you can always send it to the email. Voicesmiserypodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, I'm going to probably not do another solo till next week, possibly, because I got a big podcast coming tomorrow night, a nice long-form podcast. And I'm going to do another long-form podcast on Thursday. I'm going to record two on Thursday, actually. Um, so that's going to be a pretty much all-day affair. I'm off work. Thank goodness I'm going to do that all day. I uh, just recorded a couple of shows, and I got another show coming up on Saturday. I think I might have two, maybe three. I'm not sure that day. Maybe take a couple of days off and just relax, and then get back to it again after that, man. And uh, we're going to be plugging that pod, that the podcast, that website, a brand new website. I'm going to say the name and give her her time to shine, and uh, that's going to be a fun one. It's our Halloween episode. Going to be played a little bit sooner in Halloween because the website just launched uh, today, actually the first. So we're going to be on there. Uh, she's going to be on here. Hopefully we can get a little bit of cross-promotion going because that website's going to blow up, man. It's good stuff. But, yeah, dude, it's going to be a fun time, man. Good times ahead for everybody, and I hope you guys enjoy this show as well as every other show we do. Like I said, pass this on to your friends, man. Uh, we're always out there, and we're going to keep putting out shows for everybody just for your ear holes to enjoy, you know. Um, yeah, just just please share it on social media. Let people know about the show, man. It's uh, Word of mouth is the best kind, so... And, um, yeah, another thing, too, if you guys want to do a little bit of cross-promotion here, because we got a decent audience. We get about 2,000-plus downloads a day lately. It's been pretty goddamn good, about 60,000 downloads last month. Not bad at all for a little show that's filmed and recorded in a bedroom. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm looking at the place I fucking can't sleep at night, so I just lay down with a fucking iPad in my face. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want, um, we could probably work something out where we play each other's plugs in each other's shows, you know? A couple of drops. I learned that word the other day. I We actually recorded a drop for um, a podcast not too long ago, and I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. I bought a couple of listens in. If you guys got a show out there and you want to cross-promote a little bit, go ahead and send me a drop, you know? You know, like a, hey, uh, whatever. Email me, and we'll work out the details, you know? We can work something out, I'm sure. But yeah, man, my drink's kicking in. My gummies from CBD Medic are kicking in right now. So I'm just loving life. I'm about to play some video games and chill the fuck out and get ready for a busy-ass week of recording for you guys, man. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Like I said, man, you can find us on Twitter at Voices of Misery. Gmail is VoicesMiseryPodcast at gmail.com. Facebook is dead. Probably never come back. I'm trying, but, you know, who knows, dude? Who knows that's just going to come back or not? I mean, you can find all the links at the bottom of the page here. You know, just check us out, like I said, man. And uh, please go to cbdmedic.com. Use code VOMPODCAST10 to get 10% off your order. Put a little bit of money back in their pockets because this thing ain't free, man. We're, we're putting in money to make it sound better for all of you. And until then, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Voices of Misery Podcast. I'm the nerd, and good night. Hey everyone, this is Stevie Richards. When I'm not doing Stevie Richards Fitness, well, actually, when I am doing Stevie Richards Fitness Resistance Band Training Programs, I like to listen to my friends on the Voices of Misery podcast. They talk about literally everything and anything 
some stuff that might offend you. So if you're not easily offended, don't subscribe because they say whatever is on their minds is actually, actually subscribe, subscribe. Anyway, you might learn something and check them out anywhere you can download and listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, check them out at voices of misery dot podbean.com.